This podcast is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton. This is Marketing Matters on Sirius XM 111 Business Radio. I'm Catherine Hayes. I'm the Executive Director of the Wharton Future of Advertising Program. And this this hour, we are talking about AI and creativity, actually, for the whole show, um, hence the Mr. Roboto intro music. And I'm he- happy to welcome our next guest. It is Winston Bench uh, from uh, Deutsch, North America. Welcome to the show, Winston. Oh, hello. Thanks for having me. It's so great to have you back. Um, Just a little bit of background, if you didn't hear it at the top of the hour. uh, Winston is the chief digital officer for Deutsch North America. Um, He's done some really iconic campaigns for Taco Bell. We'll talk a little bit about that and has really transformed the the Deutsch agency. He's uh, highly recognized um, with awards 41 Can Lions Awards, including three titanium, and not bad, their, their highest award. Um, and in 2016, was named one of Adweek's most indispensable executives in marketing, media, and tech. And I think most impressive is that he's the global advisory board member for the Wharton Future of Advertising program. So thank you so much, Winston. Oh, thank you very much. So um, I think you are maybe one of the one of the true leaders in this space, the, the intersection between AI and creativity. And and I know we spoke with you about a year ago, but you've really done a tremendous amount in uh, in bringing this to life at Deutsch. And so why don't you just tell us a little bit about the your own AI division that you've created, um, Great Machine? Tell us a little bit about that. Certainly. Well, the first thing I'll say is I'm I'm not an expert. Um, I, I like to I consider myself an explorer of, of sorts. Uh, I'm super curious, and as a creative person, I, you know, I, I this 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 new AI is just one of the most exciting things to come around in a long time. It's just an incredible canvas for creativity and brand storytelling. And you were the so, former chief creative officer, right? Before that was your title. Before chief digital officer. No, I've actually had this title for quite a long time. Okay. Um, you know, and it's funny because it's 2017 and we still have digital, really, when everything's right. digital. But, you know, what it means is I generally focus on everything that doesn't look like a TV ad, mm-hmm. right? So my my role is really focused in driving innovation and invention on behalf of, of the agency and our brands, our clients. And AI is, you know, over the last few years... Um, you know, it's still very early days for brands, but yeah. the, the funny thing I think we talked about is the field of research was started in 1956. So, and if you look at the investments Facebook, Amazon, Microsoft have been making for years now, um, it's not new, but we're really just at the cusp uh, of really interesting things starting to happen for brands. And, you know, as, as we looked around, we saw um, a lot of people in the space, in the agency space, talking about the power of AI in terms of predictive analytics mm-hmm. or creating right. smarter media, which absolutely those things are um, going to be really huge, right? I mean, in fact, sure. um, I think we'll see AI impact media more than anything. But when we start thinking about it in the future, and I think you're really seeing this now with voice, and you know, there's over 10 million Alexas out there, is that now... From a brand perspective, we have to start thinking about brands not as these um, objects, right, but more as humans and and as entities that you interact with and more so have conversations with. And that felt to me and to our team like just amazing, right, in the sense that we can now create content 
um, that really truly interacts dynamically with customers. And you doesn't know, that I, I think, scare people? I mean, I don't mean to jump in here, but when you talk about trying to, to, yeah, just a you know a human, it's not a human, it's a machine, and and so I think that people are a little bit freaked out about that. But how do you see? Do you see that changing really quickly, or do you still see that as an issue, or? Are they freaked out because it still basically sounds like a robot, and that's what you're trying to address? Well, it's it's a great question. You know, I'm I'm I am in Elon Musk camp a little bit that mm. you know we need ethics and rules applied to technology and AI. In fact, we we out innovate policy, right? So I am concerned mm, about those right. things longer term. But in the short term, let's be honest: is that you know we talked about privacy years ago with Google. People want things. Uh, they want things done. They want things to be done immediately. If if it's easy, if if it makes their life markedly better, they seem to be okay mm. with like mm-hmm. these technology advances. Right. And you know w- what I believe, you know, in the near future is that if you're a great writer, um, there's lots of opportunity for you. You know, the the reality oh, yeah. is is that AI is just numbers and code. You know, we still need humanity applied to it to really actually make it truly engaging. So I, I don't, you know, the robots are coming. Um, I, I Maybe the future is a comedian and a robot together. Um, <laughs> Do you, but, can you give you us know, an I, example of that? Actually, there are, aren't there? Like, it seems yeah. like a lot of the the bots and, and that sort of thing really are starting to have a personality. But maybe that's what you're doing, because that's your point of view on it. Well, we're trying to push it. You know, we've done work with Taco Bell. We created Taco Bot, the first e-commerce-sized, you know, um, bot on Slack that lets you order tacos. And it was done through natural language, uh, and it was a beta beta release. Um, and, and it really had a ton of personality to it. And I think that was a really good early first example. But there's others. There's Poncho, right, which is a, a weather um, bot. Um, Mitsuku. Poncho, is, I love it. And by the yeah, way, pon- our team signed up for the uh, to be next on the list for the Taco Bot since we use Slack uh, for our um, uh, workplace, autom- you know, our, our communications between us here at the Wharton Future of Advertising program. So, you know, if you can... Give us a, a head start on that. That'd be great because we thought that would be a real lot of fun to use. For sure. Everyone loves tacos. Um, <laughs> and bots. You know, yeah. And then also, you know, um, Polestrings is another company I think that's interesting, a platform, um, and friends of the agency and a partner. You know, they, they want a can lion for hostile takeover, a Call of Duty messenger bot this year. Um, and then, you know, not really in the kind of deep personality space. But, you know, one of my favorite cases of the last couple of years has been the ING Next Rembrandt, which is oh, yeah. uh, an application that uh, was, was created to create an entirely new Rembrandt painting using AI. And, Tell us and that, about that. I remember that one from Cannes this past year. Yeah, yeah. It was um, basically done. ING is, you know, trying to prove that they're an innovative. Insurance company, right? Uh, a, a bank, you know, a bank, actually. Financial services, right? Yeah, financial services. And what they did is it was an experiment done with Microsoft. Um, and they scanned, I believe, over 100, 300, 360 Rembrandts. And using, you know, machine learning, they, they were able to replicate a create, in a sense, not replicate, but create an entirely a new, new one. Yeah. A new one. Um, and you should check out the case study online if you haven't seen it. But it's, it's one of those things where 
it does unnerve you a little bit, right? Because it looks you start to, you really, start to realize yeah. that the, the power of computing, um, it is what Elon Musk talks about, you know, in the, in the way distant future, we could be reduced to cats. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, again, I think we have to think 10 minutes into the future. Um, and when I think about the power of, of these technologies, right, is they can function like the best advertising, which is to emotionally connect, but not just, you know, it's not disposable. You can have long-term conversations with your, with your customers and you can learn more about them. Uh, this technology gets smarter. And then also, you know, beyond just the engagement, um, opportunity, you can also drive the bottom line sales. And I think Taco Bot's an example of that where it's engagement, but it's also a commerce tool. And it's also um, just an ease of interface, right? For many years, from a design perspective, we've talked about frictionless and how to make it sort of seamless, the, your interface between people and, and brands and whatever way they are coming into contact. And it really seems like um, bots have the possibility of being the best customer service agents one could hope for. Uh, for, for sure, and 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 again, when I talk about the early days, I mean, we really are you know, right. They're not a, there yet, for sure. Yeah, if, if I was a young person coming up, there's it's really interesting because we think about you know AI and robots replacing the work people in the workforce, but there's actually if you're a writer, it's a great time. If you're in you if you're a user experience designer, this is like a, a renaissance, right? Because right. UX people have been stuck designing mobile apps and uh, <laughs> websites for you know since the Too beginning. Too long, right? But now we're, we move into this kind of voice and conversational UI space, which is like completely a new frontier. And then also I mentioned ethics, right? Yeah. Like people that are studying philosophy and ethics, there's a whole other new kind of movement called ethical engineering, which is. A lot of these companies, big tech companies, are going to need to bring in people that truly understand ethics and policy and, you know, uh, and humanity. So I think there's, you know, there's going to be some new jobs that emerge. And I think for creative agencies, um, it's an awesome time to kind of innovate your creative product. And the great thing about, you know, having worked in digital for so long, you know, we, we, we did what I'd call crude versions of AI, mm -hmm. you know, back with Burger King, subservient chicken is that, <laughs> right. where you could type in commands, right? But it took a long time to build. Mm. And now you can get a bot, if you use something like Dexter um, or Polestrings, you can get a bot up in, in, in a couple weeks. And, and it, so you can really innovate quickly, you know, and, and I'm a huge VR fan when, you actually, when I actually do it. But it, it just doesn't have the scale um, or the reach. And this, these technologies, um, you can get a test or a beta product out very quickly. In a really short amount of time. In fact, mm -hmm. that's, you know, let's just talk a little bit more about that. But if, if you're just joining us, my guest is Winston Bench. He's the chief digital officer of Deutsch North America. And we're talking about artificial intelligence and the intersection with creativity. Um, you know, there's there are a lot of different applications that you all are thinking about within Great Machine. Can you just tell us the different different ways that AI is coming to life uh, in ways that that it really hasn't before? But I think in in ways that are really taking off. You you have a good ecosystem. It seems for thinking about this within Great Machine. 
Yeah, I mean, we've done, you know, most people are working in bots right now. And, you, okay. you know, and then I think the next thing you're seeing, right, bots are conversational interfaces. But the Internet of Things area um, around voice, that's where we're seeing a lot, an mm. explosion of, of new ideas. And, it, you know, kind of what I recommend is there's look up the best Alexa skills online and you'll see that there's a ton. You know, there's um, this day in history from the History Channel. And, you know, there's bedtime stories you can have read. Mm. You can, you know, kayak has a great uh, skill. Um, From uh, scheduling travel. Right. Right. And and now with the launch of Echo Show, um, where we're moving now from, it's going to be voice and with a visual interface. It's a really amazing time. And so I I feel like voice is the new frontier. Hmm. You know, uh, I think we're just going to be much less reliant on laptops and keyboards for search and i think it's it's now is the time for brands to really start experimenting because um this this space is going to move fast there's a lot that we can learn through voice isn't there so from the standpoint of brands who really want to try to tailor what it is that they're doing and how they're doing and really contextualize it to the individual voice tells us a lot can you expand on that well it, it definitely does and you know, um, uh, I spoke recently, uh, or I was actually down at the ANA Digital Conference, mm-hmm. and Lucas Watson, a colleague of mine, is the CMO of Intuit, and he did an amazing talk um, on AI and how they feel like it's going to impact their business. And what what I was really um, taken by was he was talking about brand strategy and, and really introduced this new concept of brand humanity. Um, mm-hmm. And really thought, you know, brought up the Myers Briggs, you know, um, ah, test, right? Yeah. Which we put our employees. The personality through. test, and you come up with your INTJ or whether you're exactly. empathetic. And, yeah. But so now, what he was talking about, and I love, is that we have to start applying that logic to the brands themselves. So if you wow. put your own brand through the test, what kind of personality would they be? And because. <laughs> Again, when we start thinking of conversations, right now most of the bots that exist out there and the AI, it's very command-based. They're not true conversations. So, And I mm. think the more that we can have generate real collaborative discussions and conversations with customers, we have to have a personality. Um, we have to stand for something. You know, you have to be a cool, interesting, and useful friend, basically. Um, you know, but that's a good lesson one... for all of us, not just for for bots, right? <laughs> that's right. Yeah, exactly. cool, interesting, and useful. I just took notes of that. Friends. Yes, um, but I, I think once we have those true, deep conversations, loyalties—you're going to—you're going to build loyalty. I think mm. it's just—it's it's human nature. You mean right? a relationship? Like, I mean, like we always talk about a relationship is. between brands, but but when you when you've got a personality and somebody laughs at your joke that's a relationship or somebody comes back yeah. with something that's really witty and funny that's really gets what you just said then that that's a relationship not yeah. just not just it, one that's uh, buying and selling interesting yeah it's fascinating i mean you're really thinking about like the dynamics of love right i mean yeah. and yeah. how people are, are drawn to one another and i think it's really important because you, you know amazon i'm a huge fan right and like use it just like most people in the world. Um, but, you know, they're going to be white labeling more products, right? Mm-hmm. That's just a fact. Yeah. So if your brand doesn't, as we move into a voice Like Amazon tissues world, and Amazon. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. So if we're, we're moving to a voice-driven search world, your brand better have an awesome personality because 
otherwise, wow. why am I going to search you? And, you know, it's still the old rules of storytelling and creativity apply. Do something that gets my attention. Be super useful or entertaining or both. And, and I think that's what, those are the same kind of lessons and principles we need to apply in this new AI economy. How does, um, how does purpose come into play? How does purpose, purpose versus personality sort of when it comes to humanizing AI and brands? Well, I think, you know, purpose, I'm a huge believer in strategy and, and purpose. you got to start with it, the why, you know, why your brand, why this product. Um, and I think that, you know, what we're starting to do with some of our uh, clients is really ask these questions is how do we translate purpose to a brand personality that's going to manifest itself through the, an experience? And, you know, we're doing it. We're working on a couple projects now with brands. Um, current clients, and it's you know I don't have the answer yet to be mm -hmm. honest. Yeah, you know, we're, this is all work in progress. But yeah. I think what we learned through Talkabot, you know, which was was really interesting. I mean, Talkabot is such a defined personality yeah. already. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're yep. you know they're about you know igniting the unexpected. They're uh, they're surprising. They're fun. Really social. So it was somewhat easy for us to, you know, and talk yeah. about to write that character. Mm -hmm. I think the, the the bigger challenge is when we work, we're going to work with brands and that still maybe don't know who they are. Mm. So it goes back to the fundamentals. You're not going to get the personality without the purpose. Well, and also too, if you think about it, you know, it, one can have a personality and that doesn't necessarily get along with everybody. You know, we, we're we not universal necessarily unless you're sort of, so you could have a personality but rub some people the wrong way, right? So how do you, obviously Taco Bell is a good example because they have a personality, you sort of expect that, they've they've built that, it's a certain clientele, it works for, for who they are, but, but you're right, for something that's maybe a broader appeal, what's going to happen there? Well, I mean, I think, you know, I've never been a believer of be everything to everyone. Right. I think that's a fast way to mediocrity in the middle. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, you know, we talk about finding an enemy without tension. No one pays attention. You know, people thought <laughs> my partner, that's his uh, mantra and I'm a big believer too. So I, but I do think maybe when we're, we're when brands start speaking to us, maybe those differences will be more pronounced. Um, but you mm -hmm. know, I, I think brands should make people make a choice. You know, it, it, not every brand should be for everyone. And right. um, I know that hmm. like pushes against the logic right. of right. you know acquisition and, and gross sales. But you know, I look at you know look at what Steve Jobs did by challenging IBM. You know, and now they they're doing have pretty the most well. Cash Apple, of any company Apple, right? Yeah, they're doing pretty well. Just even doing still, pretty well. Pretty well. Um, so what what advice do you have for marketers, I guess, in terms of considering AI and, and working with agencies uh, in this space? We've just got time for, for another minute or so for to, to get your advice for them, like the top three things you might have them think about. Sure. So, you know, one thing we're doing is we're, it's called the 2020 program, and it's 20 days, 20K, and we start with a workshop, and really we, we start – with the fundamentals. I mean, AI is so vast. Right, um, right. You know, machine learning is, is really kind of looking at the landscape and getting a sense of that. Then it's starting to like unpack the business problems and, and working with a, with, a, with a brand or client to understand, is there a problem that potentially we can use AI to solve for? And then, you know, so I, I, I would say, and, and the good thing about a program like this, and we're not the only ones that kind of are doing these more agile 
project types, but is you right. can get quick learnings fast. Yep. And that's what I, that's yep. what I would say. And also alignment, right? Yeah. Yeah. Alignment, get some, get a stack of, get, yep. get a, throw a business problem out there. Um, get just a stack of ideas really quickly, you know, bring in the big, the big giants, Amazon, Google, you know, we work with them both very closely. Um, and, and, and start, start experimenting. It, it's really that, that, simple yeah jump jump start just jump in it's time yeah. right i think that's it's right. i think that's kind of what we're seeing across the board and there are enough people out there like you who have been thinking about it for a while and have as you said sort of a process for uh for making it happen that's that's pretty wonderful well right. winston bench thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your knowledge with the listeners um it's it's really great and i think it's exciting i would love to to talk with you again in uh probably no more than three or six months in terms of progress that you're making with the clients and, and with some of the projects you're working on. So well, that'll be great. Thank you very much. It's always a pleasure. And uh, we'll also see you at Create Tech, I think, in, in L.A. You're going to be on the agenda there in November, right, for the yes. forays? Super. Yeah. So I'll see we'll, you there. We'll be there. Wonderful. Excited for it. Excellent. If you want to learn more about Winston at uh, Deutsch.com or WinstonBench.com, you can also follow him on Twitter at WinstonBench. I'm Catherine Hayes, and this is Marketing Matters. For more insight from Business Radio, please visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu. Thank you.